feeling weak, hopeless, or helpless? Does the enemy, the bully of your soul, have you feeling down? Are you tired, unproductive, and plain old unfruitful? Then you need spiritual fitness in your life. A vitality and diet program that has you getting your spiritual life back together and pressing towards your high calling. You too can be fruitful and productive in God's economy. Get the spiritual body you've always wanted. Come, join the spiritual fitness community movement. And remember, spiritual motion is spiritual lotion. This ad is in conjunction with the whole program. You need to repent of your sins. Be baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. Do not attempt this program unless you have your calling and election sure. Going forward in this program without being fully equipped with fire insurance can cause fatal burning, stress, hardship, and even spiritual death. Always read the manual for full disclosure and updates to your progress as the Ancient of Days reveals them. Always check with the Great Physician before proceeding at any spiritual fitness program. ready for this. All right, let's pray. Jesus, thank you so much. God, you are such a faithful creator. You love us so much, and you have something special for each person here today. I pray, God, that you would just minister to the hearts of these children, young and old. Let them know, Lord, of the greatness of your power and how awesome it is to serve you in every way, shape, and form. God, you know that I am nothing. Just let your presence and your spirit move through this place. In Jesus' name, amen. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Workmanship. There are words that stick out in this scripture to me. Workmanship. God formed you. You were created. When you were a tiny little cell in your mother's tummy, God knew who you were going to be today. You are created. You are born again to a new person through Jesus' sacrifice. So we have two births, right? We are his workmanship, and then we're created. Ooh, there's something more coming. For good works, God knows your special gifts in his kingdom. He has given you special talents and gifts to be used for him. He gave them to you so that you could walk in them and be complete. Wow. We're going to look at a picture of Eric Little right now. I have a quote from him. I don't know if any of you know who Eric Little is, but he was a very famous athlete. He was from Scotland, and he was a runner. But he also was a missionary to China, and that was his biggest passion. But this is what he said about the gifts that he had. I believe that God made me for the purpose, but also he made me fast. And when I run, 
I feel his pleasure. Isn't that beautiful? I heard that, and it was like, when you operate in the gifts and the talents that God has given you, you feel his pleasure. Because what he created you to do, and you are doing, it feels right. But in order to do the good works, we need to be spiritually fit, right? But before going into any fitness program, they always say, you need to go to the doctor. You need to get checked out to make sure that you are ready for this. Jesus, the great physician, says, you must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. Let's check it out. Acts 2.38 is where that key was given. The Bible says to repent. Repent means what? Turn from your sins. To say you're sorry. How many of you have done that before? Oh, you've done something wrong. And it's like, ooh, owie. Best thing is just go right to God. Go right to your mom and dad and say, Mom, you said not to go into the cookie jar. And I did. I, I took a cookie. I stole it. Okay, that's not good, right? Because God said, do not steal. Don't take anything. So repentance is our first step. That's the number one thing. Today at the end of this service, you're going to have a chance to repent. Actually, you could probably start right now. It takes nothing to say, God, I'm sorry. To think of the things that you've done in your life. Because how many of you know that there is a gift when you repent? There is a gift coming for you. How many of you like getting gifts? Oh, isn't it special when somebody says, oh, I have something for you, and you're like, <laughs> it's such an amazing thing. Well, God says, I have a gift for you. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission, the casting away of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Boys and girls, I am telling you, that was like one of the best days of my life. I will never forget that feeling of being cleaned up on the inside. It's like God took a big SOS pad and he just scrubbed out everything within me. It was like, oh, I'm clean. I was born again. And then being baptized in his name. I remember the water rushing over my face. As I came up, it was like, <laughs> It was so awesome. Remember, the Bible says, you must be, you've got to be, you must be, you've got to be born of the Spirit. Raise your hands. A baptized in Jesus' name. Come on, put your hands up. Born of the Spirit. Come on, let's baptize. Baptized in Jesus' name. Put your hands up. Here we go. Let's get born of the Spirit. Now baptize, baptize, and we'll baptize. In Jesus.
Jesus' name, one more time. Come on, kids. Here we go. Oh, born of the Spirit, and let's baptize in Jesus' name. At the end of our service today, you'll have a chance to do that. If you feel the need to do it during the message, go forth. We are not going to stop you. All right. So in order, our next thing is we want to build spiritual muscle and strength. So after you've been born again, this is where the journey begins. When you want to work out and get really healthy and strong, right, it's it's a daily thing. You go to the gym, you, you stay at home, you lift weights, you do different things to build muscle. Because really when you think about it, uh, we can run, we can do all kinds of things, those are all important. But building stamina and strength comes from pumping up muscle. So this is the hard part, but oh, the end. Mm. When you look at that beautiful body in the mirror and you're like, ow, I'm ripped. <laughs> of course, I don't know if we ever really see our spiritual body. We may not see that until later. But you feel it when the trials come. You're like, wow, I was able to pass that off. I did it through the help of Jesus, of course. But the trials and tribulations, persecutions, all of those things, that's strength training. How many of you have had problems? How many of you have had difficulties where you, you have no idea that that puppy just landed on your head and all of a sudden something's not right? You have no idea where that fiery dart came from. <laughs> Satan just doesn't come up to your door and say, oh, I have a package for you. <laughs> yep, yeah, this is the right address. We'll plop it right down on your porch, open that up, and good luck. No, it's literally a burning dart. Ow! Oh. Ah. And ooh, you just have no idea where the depth of that goes. Now, James 1 and 2 through 4 says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. Okay? He says, be happy when these trials and temptations come your way, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Patience. You're able to endure and say, yes, blessed be the name of the Lord. You know what? This is really tough right now, but blessed be the name of the Lord. Let patience, James says, have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Now, that's a place of perfect peace, isn't it? And that's the place we're all trying to get to. Now, endurance is another thing that we build, and that's through faith and running the race, right? Every day we're running this race. Every day things come your way. Every day we wake up. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Right? These are all things that we say to the Lord when we get up. Endurance training, don't give up. 
Don't give up. Winston Churchill gave a very famous speech at the end of a commencement exercise. Maybe it was for Oxford, I have no idea. I'm not gonna claim to know right now because I am old. My mind is a little bit warped at times. But the words of his speech were, don't give up. Don't ever give up. That's all he said. That was his speech. Discipline is another thing we want to gain in our spiritual bodybuilding. It's the power to say no to sin and temptations. Okay? Daily walking with God, praying, reading your Bible. Oh, read your Bible and pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Get your Bibles out. Pray every day. And you'll grow. And you'll grow. 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 And you'll grow. 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 Read your Bible and pray every day. And you'll grow. 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 Don't read your Bible and forget to pray. Oh, forget to pray. Oh, yeah. Forget to pray. Don't read your Bible and forget to pray. And you'll shrink, shrink, oh, shrink. Ah. And you'll shrink, oh, shrink, shrink. And you'll shrink, shrink, shrink. Don't read your Bible and forget to pray. And you'll shrink, shrink. Oh, my W. <laughs> the important thing is that we read our Bible every day. That's God's encouragement to you. He says, I love you. Every day when you pick up your Bible, he says, I love you. I care about you. I want you to grow. I want you to succeed. And I want you to be productive. And I want you to have peace. Do you know in Israel, their greeting is shalom. It's peace. Peace to you. God wants you to have peace, boys and girls. Men and women. Aunts and uncles. Grandmas, grandpas. The Bible has some very key things. It says walk, run. Wrestle, lift, cry, endure, shout, dance, and stand. Let's put that image of workout gear up there. We need equipment. We need special clothes. We need to have a good sleep habit. We need good diet and hydration. Excuse me. I thirst. Oh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. 
I, I seriously, I told Le Sister Lisi before, I need to put a filter on that. I, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. That's the proper and polite. I hope nothing more comes. It's the proper thing to do. All right. I thirst for him every day. Every day I need to hydrate with God's presence, right? It fills me up. It gives me a reason, a reason to live and to walk for him. We can do the good works that God has called us to when our spiritual body is strong. We feel good and we can obey when our body is strong. And this is where God's iron gym comes in. We can say in Psalm 28 and 7, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusteth in him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth, and with my song, I will praise him. All right. What are some things that God asks us to do? What are some things that God asks us to do? Um, oh, what does your mom and dad ask you to do? Daka. Okay. I need an interpretation. Okay, Lakin? Clean your room. Clean your room. Okay, mm. that's another one. Do chores. Do chores. Do you think your mom and dad just want to punish you and say, clean your room. Do your chores. Wash the dishes. No, they're training you, right? They're training you so that you also obey God. When God says, get up and pray. I need you on your knees right now. Pray. Pray for your cousin. Your cousin needs some help right now. Or God says, push that plate away. I need you to fast. Okay? Did you have something else? You can also walk your dog. Walking the dog? Yeah, dogs need exercise too, don't they? Do you know that in Hebrew, the word for dog is all heart? Isn't that beautiful? When you think of your, okay, I, I, sorry, sorry, back, back to the iPad. All right, so it is important that we are obeying our parents. We're obeying the word of God because that trains us for when we grow up that we're able to hear and be strong in the Lord. So we're going to look at some spiritual armor. Let's look at Ephesians 6 and 11 right now. So the Bible says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Ooh. God is telling you, you need armor, people. You need to cloak yourself with these items in order to help get through the wickedness of the enemy. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Our battle is not with people. You are not to fight your neighbor. God never says that's, oh, the enemy is the person next to you. 
pinch them hard. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, your enemy, you can't see. The wiles of the devil. Poke him. When those fiery darts come. Uppercut. All right. So, wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil done, evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins. Everybody say loins. Stand up, kiddos. Loins. Just put your hand around your loins. This is your core, right? This is your core. Every personal trainer, every workout dude you talk to says you need a strong core. God says, have your core girt about with truth. Hello, what is truth? The truth is the Bible. <laughs> you need the Bible to be strong, okay? Core. And having on the breastplate, everybody touch your chest. Boys and girls, stand up. You can, oh my goodness, stand up. Get on those legs. The breastplate of righteousness. Now, what is the breastplate of righteousness? It protects your heart. Righteousness is correct thinking and behavior. Where do you learn correct thinking and behavior besides your mom and dad? From the word of God. Hello. Oh, my word. Do you see the thread here? And your feet shod, touch your feet, with the preparation of the gospel, the good news of peace. Shalom. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Woo! Okay? We use the shield of faith. What do we, we quote, we quote scripture, right? Take that, Satan. God says, just use my word. You can fight him. Use my word. Why do you think your Sunday school teacher has you memorize Bible verses? Those are tools in your core tool, tool belt. Right? Core strength. You got this, people. And take on the helmet of salvation. It protects your thoughts. Salvation is having the Holy Ghost living inside of you. Where do you think all that power comes from? It's the Holy Ghost. You cannot do this on your own. And God never intended you to do this on your own. Then he says, Whoo, this is so awesome. God wants you to have a workout partner. And here it is. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints, your workout partners. We pray for each other, right? We thank God for each other. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Everybody say gospel. gospel. All right, let's look at the image of our Roman soldier next. A little review, boys and girls. 
I want you to stand up. We're going to touch the appropriate piece of armor as we do our review today. Loins girt with truth. Grab your loins. Grab the loins and say truth. Truth. God's word protects our core. Breastplate of righteousness. Our heart is protected protected with correct thinking and behavior. When we do the right things, when we think the right thoughts, our heart is protected. Our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Touch your feet, ready to share the good news. Take up the shield of faith. He's got his little shield there. The enemy is cunning, and he's looking for a way to shoot a fiery dart into you because he knows you. He's been studying you for thousands of years. You are no different from a boy and girl 4,000 years ago. Oh, he knows. He's like, oh, my little one, here's a cookie. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Okay, don't take the cookie. And then he says, put on the helmet of salvation. The brain is the center of your function, isn't it? And then take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. All right, here we go. Breastplate. Correct thinking. Loins girt with truth. Feet shod. Helmet of salvation. Sword of the Spirit. Shield of faith. Good job. Here we go again. Correct thinking. Correct behavior. Right? Breastplate of righteousness. Brain function. Helmet of salvation. Good job. Feet shod. Peace. Quenching the fiery darts. <laughs> Shield of faith. Okay. Truth. Where is the truth located? Your loins girt about with truth. All right, beautiful. Okay. I have a quick story to read to you. Now, how many of you think you're too little to do anything great for God? Oh, I'm just little. I'm a little person. I can't do anything. I just like sit home and eat bonbons. No. You can do something special for God. You know what? We don't know what great things God has called us to do until we obey the call, right? We do it. I'm going to tell you a little story. This is from 2 Kings chapter 5, verses 1 through 14. It's about a little maiden, a little girl that was taken from her country and brought to a new country. But she had her armor on. She had her breastplate of righteousness, even though she was living in the Old Testament, right? Paul's just digging from what happened in the past when he writes letters to help the church. So here we go. Now Naaman, 
captain of the hosts of the king of Syria, was a great man, with his master and honorable, because by him the Lord had given deliverance unto Syria. Mm. Oh, okay. We're not going to preach that message. Go back. He was also a mighty man in valor. That means he was a very good warrior, and he had favor with the king of Syria. But he was a leper. Ooh, leprosy. Ooh, wretched, horrid, flesh-eating skin disease. Nasty. Probably didn't smell very good either. And the Syrians had gone out by companies and had brought away captive out of the land of Israel a little maid. And she waited on Naaman's wife. And she said unto her mistress, would God my Lord were with the prophet that is in Samaria, for he would recover him of his leprosy. Wretched, horrid, flesh-eating, skin disease. So this little, this little girl, she says to her mistress, to Naaman's wife, uh, God can heal your husband of leprosy. He just has to go to Israel. He can heal and one went in and told his lord, saying, Thus and thus said the maid that is of the land of Israel. And the king of Syria said, Go to, go, and I will send a letter unto the king of Israel. And he departed and took with him ten talents of silver. You are doing such a nice job listening. Thank you. And six thousand pieces of gold and 10 changes of raiment, <gasps> clothes, 10 cute outfits. <laughs> I love it. And he brought the letter to the king of Israel saying, Go oh, in this letter has come unto thee. Behold, I have therewith sent Naaman my servant to thee that thou mayest recover him of his leprosy. Wretched, horrid, flesh-eating skin disease. And it came to pass, when the king of Israel had read the letter, that he rent his clothes. I'm going to show you what this looks like. This is the king of Israel. He's got his cute outfit on. And all of a sudden, I mean, you got to think about this, folks. The king of Syria, like they invaded Israel and took people as slaves. So the king of Syria is like, yoo-hoo! Israel, I'm sending my most valiant warrior to you so you can fix him. Because a little girl said that your God was awesome. So the king of Israel rent his clothes. He ripped him. He's freaking out. When you rip your clothes, things are really bad. And uh, there was a lot of clothes ripping going on. So he said... Am I God to kill and to make alive that this man doth send unto me to recover a man of his leprosy? Wretched, horrid, flesh-eating skin disease. Wherefore, consider, I pray you, and see how he seeketh a quarrel against me. So he was assuming, Syria was like, this is my new strategy, because we're coming in to tear you up. 
And it was so when Elisha, the man of God, had heard that the king of Israel had rent his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Wherefore hast thou rent thy clothes? Let him come now to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him, saying, Go and wash in Jordan. Let's take a look at what the Jordan looks like. Seven times and thy flesh shall come again to thee, and thou shall be clean. Ew. I'm not dipping my flesh, ripped up, cryptic skin into that dirty river. Oh, he was ticked off. The Bible says, but Naaman was wroth. Everybody say wroth. That means he was ticked off. He was like, oh, do opposite. And he said, Behold, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. Are not Tabana and Farpar, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, Oh, my father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? <laughs> Excuse me. How much rather then would he say to thee, wash and, and be clean? Then he went down. Oh, he listened to his sermons. That's so awesome. Like Naaman, he was a really rough dude, but boy, he sure listened to the people around him. <gasps> I think he didn't like having leprosy. Right. Then he went down and dipped himself seven times in Jordan. According to the saying of the man of God. Oh, when we listen to our pastor, we're blessed, aren't we? And his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child. He was clean. Look at your skin, everybody. And then look at little baby Link's skin. How many times as a grown-up can you look at your skin and say, "Woo, looks like a baby skin. It was beautiful skin, all fresh. So I'm telling you that a maiden, a young girl who made herself known by her good works, by her attitude, who she was, that this warrior's wife said, we need to listen to her. Naaman, this little girl is on to something. All right, Nate, fire it up. Trials and tribulations, come forth. Those of you that are in trials and tribulations, we are building strength today. Come on up here. Let's do this, people. Running group, those of you that are enduring, come on up here. Let's run in place. We're going to endure. Come on up here. All right, 
working together. Those of you that are in our Building Together group, as saints of God, as Christians, as people of God, we work together. Come on up here, runners. Come on up here, runners. Come on up here, over here. We got this. All right. Prayer group. Those of you that are our prayers, come on up. We work and we pray. And when we pray, we move heaven. Let's go. Come on. Let's pray. Bible reading. Here we go. Those of you that are our Bible readers, come on up. Reading the Bible builds strength in us, doesn't it? Let's go read the word of God. It's going to change you and complete you. All right, Air Punch group, come on up here. We are fighting the enemy. Come on up. Can you punch it out? sit here up in the front. I have one last thing that we're going to close with today. This is the end. And you are going to have the opportunity to seek after the Holy Ghost because it is a gift to you. All right. So here's a little story. Um, Sometimes when we're in the fight, we can get tired and weak. And have you ever heard of a deer in the headlights? Look, like a deer, when a deer goes out onto the road and, oh, pretty headlights, oh, oh, the light, okay? They, they don't know what to do. They have poor eyesight. That, that light just shines, and they're, they're just mesmerized by it. Sometimes when we're walking with the Lord, things get really difficult, and, and we've been doing our thing, right? We've been praying. We've been fasting. We've been reading God's word. We've been strength training. We've been making it through trials. But sometimes it gets really tough, and you're like, oh, my word, I, I don't know what to do. So this actress, she is, uh, was on some 
there's a dancing show that's on. I don't, I don't know anything about that, but this is, these are her, her words. During my performance of the Viennese Waltz, my mind went blank. I didn't know if I should move my arms, my hips, or my feet. I felt terrified. Thankfully, my partner caught my deer-in-the-headlights expression and immediately began to guide me. Holding me firmly, signaling me with his own movements, he whispered in my ear, go left, go right, arm up, arm down. I'm going to turn you now. It was comforting to me knowing I wasn't alone. What he did was similar to how God leads us every day. Picking us up, he gently says, I've got you. I'm going to turn you now, one step left, and now to the right. Boys and girls, you are God's workmanship. You are created in Christ Jesus unto good works when you are born again. These good works he has ordained for you that you should walk in them. God made you special with gifts and callings to do the good work that he already has put within you. When you do the works that God has called you to do, thank you, Jesus, you feel his pleasure, you are complete, and you have peace. So this altar is open. This is my workmanship. I created this. I created it for good works. It has a purpose. Is my workmanship satisfied in its purpose? It is. It was made to do what I made it to do. And God has made you today, and he wants to fill you with his spirit. He wants you to speak in that beautiful heavenly language and you become his very own. So let's find a place to pray. How many of you need the Holy Ghost today? Awesome. Let's come on up here, everybody. Boys and girls, come on up here. Those of you that want the Holy Ghost, come on up. Teachers, why, why don't we come up? We'll gather around these students, these kids that want to have God's spirit today. God wants to touch you. He wants to fill you he wants to tell you and whisper in your ear, I love you, and I've got you, and you are going to make it because I am with you, and I have ordained you for good works. So come on up. The rest of us, let's come on up and pray. We can come up and pray and seek the face of God. Let's all stand and pray. Let's all stand. Let's all stand. You guys want to stand up? Let's stand up. Let's stand up. Let's stand up. And let's pray. Let's lift our hands. Let's begin to praise the Lord. Begin to say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're worthy of my praise. Teachers are going to pray with you right now. We're going to seek the Lord. 
Would you extend your hands toward these kids and pray for them right now? Pray for their future. Speak a blessing over them in the name of Jesus. By the authority and power of the Holy Ghost, I want to do what you designed me to do. Come on, pray that they do what God designed them to do. All the gifts and the talents that are put in these children, that God uses them to do everything you've called them to do, Jesus. Fill them with your spirit right now in the name of Jesus. to full design, bring it to full fruition, Lord God. We ask in the name.